What is it okay to say to yourself that you need help, that you want to help yourself? My name is Elijah Satterwit, and um, this is going to be about self-reflection, things that I concluded with myself. For the past six months, I've been having nightmares. I've been disoriented. I've been angry. I've been pushing people away, burning bridges. And it is now 6.51 and I am up because I had a nightmare. I felt discomfort when sleeping. And uh, not even my dog is helping. (laughs) I say that because um, I expect my dog to assist me. What does help look like? You know, when I was going through these uh, <clears throat> these episodes, uh, there was an underlining cry out for help. You know, you could tell a lot about a person by looking at the, the extent of their actions, things that they do. Hurt people hurt people. And uh, I was one fucked up individual, and I still am fucked up. And it's okay to recognize that. But I know that I'm not going to be fucked up forever. Within these nightmares, there will be a constant repeat of the things that I experienced, the things that I did to other people, but those things were now happening to me, and just things that didn't happen yet. Some things that were going to happen, some things that just was, just, I guess, that just plain old scared the shit out of me. And what I fear the most is when I'm sleeping, the things that I cannot control. Things I don't understand. Things I can't wrap my mind around. For the past six months, I've been slowly on an incline. Still doing toxic and negative shit. Also coming to the conclusion that I am the author of my own change. And... Have I changed? Have I grown? I don't really think so. I just think that I grow more weary and more tired of the chaos, of the pain and suffering. Um, I've been doing slow and steady work to make progress, but not enough to satisfy my spirit, my soul, my things to create inner peace. And I know this. And I swear that every time I go to sleep, I'm reminding them. I'm, a rem- I'm being reminded of that. Maybe it's a message from God. Maybe it's a message from the devil. Maybe it's a message from myself. A devil reminded that I'm fucking up. I don't know. You okay, Alba? I'm sorry if I woke you up, Papa. Come here.
that these diapers, I done had diapers, that I done had AIDS, I done had diapers that I died, I done drowned, I done had diapers. of so many weird and scary things even within these nightmares or within these dreams I didn't have peaceful dreams that had turned into nightmares and these things affected my way of living my way of being and I'm not blaming it only on the nightmares I'm blaming it on me my mindset I believe a portion of these nightmares are deriving from my thought process. The way that I chose to think. The way that I continue to think because I'm still having these fucking nightmares. Yeah, I am making progress. But I'm still, I'm still, correction, I noticed that I'm making progress to go. Like I'm digging, there's a narrative, a story of a, a minor, right? This miner is digging for gold. And as he dig, he's burying himself in the cave and not even noticing. Whereas there's another miner who's doing the same thing. And every time he digs, he's getting closer and closer to the goal. And he's creating a passageway out once he finds the goal. See... That narrative, that storyline, paints a picture that about forward progression sometimes isn't progression at all, depending on the method and what it is that you're doing to make that progress. To you, it can seem like progress, but in reality, is it really progress if you're in that insane loop of going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth with no way out? That's the story of my life. And I realized that. And it's sickening because I'm crying out for assistance. But all reality, a part of me blame myself because I feel like I gotta help me. Now, is that fair to me? That on one hand, I'm telling myself that I want help. But on the other hand, I'm depriving myself of of the resources for that help. A lot of us do this. But why? I can't find the why in talking about y'all. But I can find the why in using myself as an example. And talking about me. Hopefully one day I can conclude. To the why. You know, for the past six months, I know I can do better. I'm a father now. I've been a father for a while. But it's now I'm aware that I'm a father. And uh, that scares me. My parents wasn't there for me. And I've been having nightmares about that too. But it's an excuse because I have a responsibility. And uh, I'm so caught up in my field 
so caught up in I'm drowning I'm so caught up in you know um, myself selfishness to the point where I forget about my daughter yeah she's on my mind but when I say I forget about my daughter I don't do what's within my responsibility to be there more for my daughter rather than worrying about me Maybe it's because I'm aware that I'm not okay. And before I can do anything for anybody else, I have to first take care of me. Something that I should have done long before I had a child. But I know that I can't fret over that because i already done the action. Now I'm juggling myself. The well-being of myself. And I'm juggling, juggling the intentions the intent of the responsibility of the welfare of my daughter. I don't have full custody of my daughter. I don't even have custody of my daughter, but because I know that the responsibility is there, I want to get well so that my daughter's well-being won't be jeopardized. And I'm paranoid because I'm not well. And I'm paranoid because I want to get well, but I feel like I'm on a time plank within a circumstance that I'm in. I've been angry. And within these dreams, I've had angry dreams. I've had dreams where I've been reminded of that anger. And although my anger is valid, I feel like I deserve some credit. Does it really battle? Because that anger, that hostility hasn't been served no fucking purpose for me. So does it really matter? That anger I realized is hindering me, causing me to lose, causing me to suffer. And uh, it caused me to do things to people that I never wanted done to myself. I was in a relationship for four years. I've been having nightmares about that as well. And within that relationship, in my mind, it's like four years, but I think it was a little less than that, and I'm sorry. Um, if, I, if, I'm, if I feel like I'm lying to myself, um, I was in a relationship for like two years or like two to three years. I can't really remember the time frame, but to me, it felt like a long time because. Why? This was the first relationship or the first time I ever committed myself to a woman to be, you know, intentional, to be there, to be in a moment without concerning myself with matters outside of that intended connection that I wanted to have with 
other individuals. And I say it like that because there were times where I chose to manipulate. I chose to put myself in situations that I, I really... It really wasn't doing anything for me. I didn't see no benefit. But just because it was there, there was an access to whatever need that I said that I wanted. If it was sex, if it was lust, if it was just that person, if it was just an escape. I chose to manipulate. I chose to just lie to myself while projecting that onto the women um, I've been with um, you know within that relationship I realized that I needed help because when I didn't get my way or when I didn't know how to communicate or when I didn't know how to advocate for myself, I chose to ridicule the next person, that person that I was talking to at that time. I did something so atrocious lately to this person about, what, two months ago? I think it was a little less than that, but I would like to say it's two months. Um, I'm not really clear on the time, but I'm just hell-bent on the action that I did. And I feel like shit, and I feel guilty. So we're boastful. I was hurt that I spit on this girl. I spit through the glass of her car, all this. I spit on her car first. And I got so, I got even angrier. I got so angry that I said, you know what, that's not enough. That person still don't get how bad I feel hurt. Let me hurt this person even more. Let me make contact. And now that I think about it, that is the most low-life, lame, it's excuse that I ever gave myself for me to defame somebody. <clears throat> for me to wrong somebody. Bless me, alhamdulillah. For me to just assault somebody. For me to disgrace somebody like that. And I have a daughter. <clears throat> Bless me. Alhamdulillah. And I see that. Not only that. been verbally abusive to that person and I feel like in my heart like 
it wasn't just me. But by the end of the day, who gives a fuck? And the reason why I say that is because I should give more of a fuck about how I move and how I conduct myself and how I react or respond to a narrative or to a situation rather than giving a fuck more so about what a person does to me. Because I concluded in my life now that it is childish to play the tit the tat game. It is childish to go an eye for an eye, two for two. It's exhausting, really. And that's what makes it childish. That's what makes it lack growth. Lacks the fundamental growth that every human being should encounter in life. You stunt your growth when you remain stagnant in a, in, in, a, in a level of energy. You stunt your growth when you when you choose to remain docile in your everyday actions. When you do the same thing over and over and over and over again, you stunt your growth. So by me anteing up, by me going eye for an eye, two for a tooth, causing me to miss out on love caused me to miss out on changing the narrative, recreating and manifesting the narrative that I wanted to see, even if it wasn't right there in front of me. I could have worked towards it slowly, the same way over the years I've been working towards putting myself in a deficit, feeling the way I feel now. I worked towards this to be my future about 10 years ago. I manifested this where I'm at now by choice. So only if I would have chosen to work towards and act on positive things, no matter how bad things were or felt, I would not be here in this predicament in my life feeling the way that I feel, having these nightmares, not being able to be a better father if I chose to be more responsible 10 years ago, even five years ago, even six months ago, even two months ago, even three months ago, even yesterday. And I know that now. And I'm crying And I cry and I feel bad because it's much harder. To feel normal in those righteous things, in those positive things, because I haven't been consistent in those positive things. But what's normal to me is chaos. But my spirit knows that that's not normal for any human being. And the only reason why what feels normal to me is chaos is because I've been consistently tackling all chaotic things, taking chaotic measures, speaking in a chaotic way, being violent, being negative, and just living the norm of living within the realm and and within that normality. I made those things normal to my lifestyle. So how can I blame myself if that's all I know? 
The choice is mine now to change, to know more, to reach out. So is it okay to ask for help? First, we ask ourselves for help. When we cry out for the world, or to the world for help, what we first do subconsciously is that we have this thought process, we have this conversation with ourselves. We, I need help. Our spirit is telling the flesh, you need help. It's a self-reflective conversation. I need help. I need help. And then when you start acknowledging, okay, yes, maybe I do need help. Maybe that what I did the other day was not okay. Yes, what can I do to get better? That's when you start to realize the measures are right in front of you to take or to make or to acknowledge so that you can make progress or so that I can make progress and move forward. But you cannot ask for help if you're not ready to acknowledge this help within yourself. I remember there was a time I used to ask for help, but I didn't want it. I didn't appreciate it. I didn't care for it. I just knew that there was a lot of people who saw great things in me. And um, not only that, they wanted to be around me for the, because of those great things. And it boosted my ego. So I played this narrative, dancing, lying, manipulating myself. Okay, just because I wanted the acceptance but I didn't want to put in the work. I wanted the gratification, but I didn't want to do the work. I wanted to feel good, but I didn't want to face my pain in order to feel free or to taste peace and freedom. And you know now, I can recognize that and I long for it. That's all I long for. Thank you for tuning in. That's all I need to share. The conclusion would be sit down and have a conversation with yourself. Whatever you are in your life, however old you are, It's never too late to sit down and real fully have a conversation with yourself. If you're doing shitty things, if you're doing fucked up shit that you know in your spirit that is not right, sit down and talk to yourself and say to yourself, what would it take for me to stop living a double lifestyle? Being a double-minded man or woman What would it take for me to stop lying to myself? What would it take you to be real and truthful with yourself? Maybe you should do things. Maybe you're not being the best person that you can be. Maybe you're not being the nicest person that you can be. Maybe you're not loving good enough. Maybe you're not working hard enough. Maybe you're not 
When, what would it take for you to finally admit that to yourself? You owe that to yourself. Because in order for you to actually move forward, you have to be honest to yourself. Because nobody, you, nobody else telling you what would convince you. The only person that convince you that you are fucked up and you need to change is you. Trust me, I know. I know. The only person that has been convincing me as of late that I, that I need to change is me, that I got some fucked up ways about me is, is me. I done heard it from so many different people. And I done stuck my nose up to these fuckers. Like, who the fuck are you? But in reality, they were right. And rather than being accountable, I chose to point fingers. Rather than realizing that because I intended to give out a level of frequency, a certain energy, that is only me, is only I. Who can acknowledge that? Even if somebody attempts to acknowledge it, if I don't want to acknowledge it, I will remain docile and stagnant and having to learn that lesson over and over again, making those same mistakes. So what are you going to owe it to yourself to acknowledge everything about yourself, to acknowledge that maybe it is that you do need to change, maybe it is that you do have things that you need to work on. Not a bad thing to be honest and to sit down and have a real deep conversation. Yeah, it sucks. That's the only bad thing about it is that it sucks. Self-awareness sucks. But from there, it's all... It's all smooth sailing from there. Once you realize that you got to have that uncomfortable conversation with yourself of accountability, ownership, and recognizing who you are, where you chose to be for whatever point in time, and that you have so much potential, man, it's just nothing but up from there. Y'all have a great day. I needed this conversation, and thank you for being a vital audience. Thank you for listening, man. I love you. And uh, I would like to give a shout out to Adriana, John, John Louis. Um, look, I'm sorry for the way I treated you. You are a phenomenal woman. And uh, to be straightforward, I chose to be fucked up. I choose no longer to look at the wrong things that you do because. It is the wrong things that I should look at within myself. And after getting a foothold of those things and correcting those things would have I would have more than an opportunity to be able to look at the beautiful things once I address the negative things that are holding me back in my life. And I see that. You continue to be the woman that I know you can be. You'd always have a face of love in my my heart and in my life. I just know that we cannot move on the same way that we once left. 
because I know that I didn't put in the steps to keep you the same way. So, I'm proud of you. And I'm proud of you for actually taking the time to recognize that you had to move on. You had to work on yourself. And you had to let me go. It sucks, but uh, thank you. I love you always. And thank you, audience, for listening as well.